0: Every now and again, God will give me the privilege of ministry. And each and every time He does that, I am in awe of just how He does it. Even greater awe that He allows me to do it. Today was one of those times. Always in awe. Of God, how He loves and how He ministers to people, how He draws lines and shows parallels and gives directions. Doesn't make sense to me. I just have to be obedient to relay the message. Today was different. It's like I was ministering to myself, questions answered directions given Uh, the only thing I can say the only reason I can give myself is that I hadn't been listening to him talk to me about me so what he did was give me the task and the opportunity to minister to someone else (laughs) and sneak that message in for me God is awesome God is wonderful I notice that as I get older, it's hard to deal with the difficult. And I I understand where that comes from. And I'm trying to allow God to fix that in my psyche. But even in movies, when the, you know, it's a stupid movie because you know, something's going to go wrong. Especially if it's a love story. It bugs me now. It agitates me. Kind of They just rubs me the wrong way and I understand that good and evil exist in the world and evil is always working against good and I also understand that what I see as evil or wrong isn't always what the other person sees as evil or wrong so I have to remember to walk circumspectly trying to hear the father's voice over all the noise and the din of the murmuring and clamoring of this world yes it's a small still voice which means we have to be small and still to hear it because let me say and I've only heard it twice in my life. The father raises his voice. That's a thing. He's usually very calm in his correction. Very direct in his direction. And his questions are always pointed and loaded. Now, if you're listening to this and you say, God doesn't speak to me. Or speak to you. Could it be that you're not listening? Or you just don't believe that God moves in that way anymore. Modern times. (laughs) Uh, God still uses the men and women of God. His mouthpiece that the church calls prophet or prophetess. He still gathers by the evangelists leads with pastors and reverends and it still holds true that man cannot hear unless there's someone to have the courage to preach the world boldly to speak the things of God boldly. One of the things that I am dealing with of late is a famine of the word yeah there's a lot of motivational speakers out there there's a time and a place for that but there's also a time for the teaching of the word the divine (sighs) mystery of the word it's not always caught by everyone but the sheep know the voice Sheep know his voice and heed to it. And even sometimes they wander off the cliff. <sighs> I have been sick. That's why I sound stuffy. Yes, I wear my mask. And yeah, there are times I let my guard down. But I really think that this was a kid overshare. You know how kids do that? They are a bag of germs that go around another bag of germs and they share and they do whatever it is. And the teachers, for the most part, follow around with the the spray and the disinfectant and the wipes and the wiping nose and to do this and you wash your hands. But yet and still, that stray little germ finds us. Hmm. Yeah. It wasn't that bad it was it was bad because I didn't want to be sick but uh, it caused sleeplessness and in my sleeplessness I always talk to Jesus it's what I've done my entire life since I found out that he was my friend way back in Sunday school Williams Chapel CME Church <laughs> Oh, funny how the Father places you in places and gives you experiences and stuff that we need to learn from because one day we're going to minister that thing to someone, that hard difficulty, that battle that is his that we always think is ours. That victory. That he gives us. Just because. We trusted in him. You know the whole. runoff election thing. Bugged me. Because in my head it was a. Fight between good and evil. In my head. On one hand, that was the man of God, and on the other hand, that was the person professing God. And I listened to the—I don't want to—yeah, the campaign things. I listened to those. I'm gonna call them campaign things propaganda, yellow journalism, that kind of thing. I learned that in school too, but I listened. One was condemned by the words of his own mouth. And the other one was they were seeking to condemn by twisting words. You understand what I'm saying? It's one thing for me to say, no, the sky was purple on the day that John Green said it was blue. And someone play a tape of me saying that. (sighs) I'm not going to rehash it. You know what I'm talking about. The Bible speaks about all of that also. These random thoughts that I'm having right now is just to say not to run from that hard thing. Not to learn, not to not learn from that hard thing. Because we each go through things to learn, to experience, to go. And no, I don't live in the camp where God tests us. I don't believe he does that. Because if we go through something, he already knows how we're going to react. The outcome is for us. To let us know where we are in him. Right now, (laughs) learning to trust. Learning to trust. It's so easy for us to judge the children of Israel when they said they didn't want any mammon anymore. They wanted meat. And the mammon was new and fresh every day and plentiful. Take what you need. And here I am with my needs met. Doesn't appear to be plentiful to me. However, needs are met. And yet I look to God for more. More meat. Don't know how to reconcile that. Anyway, I apologize for this being so rambling. The main goal of this post was to remind you that even though in the Garden of Gethsemane where Jesus sweated blood, and he did out of the words... God, Father, let this cup pass from me. I understood that, always understood that anguish of him having to do something he didn't want to do. Something he understood and knew that would end his physical body's existence on the earth. To redeem redeem us, ungrateful people, back to God. To regain what was lost in the garden. But at the end of that prayer, he says something that we almost never, ever, ever utter. He said, nevertheless, not my will, but your will. done (laughs) in the seeming injustice that my son suffered of late made me so very angry oh I know what I wanted done to the people who inflicted on him apology or no apologies I had to continue to say nevertheless not my will but your will be done. Should there be legal action? I want God to make it plain and clear. Just pray, saints. Pray for your neighbor. Pray for your friend. Pray for your family member. Just pray, saints, because the days are evil or... Short er, harsh er, dark er. No one is unaffected by this. And yet, there are still those who lay on their bed at night, devising evil in their hearts, being lovers of themselves. You know the scripture in Peter. Anyway, don't despise small beginnings. Don't jump to step number five before step number one. And always remember that obedience is far, far, far better than sacrifice.